0: Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax
2: Results. I'm gonna go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman.
0: Yes, she is here. Your host of the Red Hot Real Estate Show. And from Remax Results on the Red Hot Real Estate Group. Hello, Miss Shoneman. Good morning. I am very glad to see you. I'm gonna do a little pull behind the curtain real quick and thank you for a lovely present that you gave me. Oh, um, it's been giving me joy. So everybody listening, Miss Mimi gave me like a little solar-powered hula dancer that's sitting in my <laughs> in my living room window looking at the Isn't sun. Isn't it the best? It's the best. And she's just doing her little hula dance when the sun comes out. It is lovely. So thank you very much. And I just remind everybody there may be little things in your life, but if they give you joy, they become big things. There so, you go. Thank you very much. Also, always a joy when he is in the studio. Very happy to have our good friend Phil Olson from Cross Country Mortgage here as well. Hello, Phil.
2: Good morning.
0: Yeah, Phil, you, I think, of all of us in the room are the biggest, most consistent. Assistant football fan, today we are taught uh our show is being recorded on Super Bowl Sunday. Do you have plans to go and watch it with your boys? What are you gonna do?
2: I'm going to make it is uh wings, deep yes. fried wings. Gotcha. And I'm doing them three different ways. Ooh. And gonna do some chips and salsa and uh uh I think some uh what are those deep fried potatoes that you put the cheese on and everything. Gotcha. You, Look know, at that. S- you make some
0: potato skin things.
2: Yeah, potato potato skin. Throw there some bacon
0: go. bits on them. Good job. And right. they like that. And that was just for Phil. <laughs> yeah, like my boys don't want any of it. I like it. I like it. Phil, let's also get your NMLS number out of the way, please.
2: NMLS two three eight one zero three NMLS two zero two nine Cross Country Mortgage.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so even <sighs> if you're getting ready for the Super Bowl. We've got a lot of really good information today Mm -hmm. on a not-so-happy topic, but maybe we can help some folks avoid some troubles. Mm -hmm. And so our show today is Bankruptcy Strategies for Real Estate and Mortgage. And so whether you have had one whether you're scared and you're going through some troubles right now and you're thinking it maybe that is the strategy for you we've got really good information especially so regarding your your real estate property and even if you don't own a home and you just happen to be here and you're thinking, oh, well, I've got some financial troubles right now and maybe this might be good information for me. Stick around and be sure and call us with your questions. Right. That number is
0: 651-641-1071. Again, 651-641-1071. And I'm glad that we're having this conversation because, as you said, if we are having any of those financial woes, it's definitely one of the things that always charts as what is most worrisome for people in their life, all their finance and those kind of things. But telling people that even if you are going through this, there is a road to recovery. Yes, there, there may is. be some things you have to do, but it doesn't mean that you'll never be. I think that we do that very often, and people live in the land of what if and only go to the negative.
1: I do think that people have a, a tendency, myself included, is to, you know, whip yourself good. Yes. And keep punishing and mm-hmm. keep punishing and keep punishing. Even after things are better or over. Correct. So we're going to, we want you to listen in on this. And Phil's got some really fabulous information uh, that we're both going to share during the show. Mm -hmm. Um, Phil, you wanted to bring up a point?
2: Well, yeah. Yeah. One statistic here, real quickly the average interest rate on credit cards right now today is 20.040%. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's some of the highest interest rate credit cards. Now, mm-hmm. the the two main reasons that people file for bankruptcy, believe it or not, one is medical debt, mm-hmm. and the other is due to overspending on credit cards. Okay. Those are the two main main reasons. There's Absolutely. other reasons, but w- if we take a look at what are what's happening in our economy today, we're being squeezed by inflation. Mm-hmm. The Fed just increased the prime rate another quarter of a percent. That means everybody's credit cards interest rates are going to go up another quarter of a percent. And if people have watched over the last eight months, their credit card interest rates have gone up right. about five percent.
1: Yes. I, I wonder. I mean, I really do wonder. How much people pay attention to things like your credit card rate. You know, you get the little thing in the mail, the statement. It's about 52 pages long. It's in a right. little bitty tiny font. Right. And you're
0: like, oh, OK. And even if you pay everything online and you do that, do you really scroll to the next one? So it is having somebody again in your circle. And the reason why I know what mine is is because I have a financial advisor. There and She asks me when I have my updates. Hey, what's the rate on this thing? And we went and looked, you know, kind of thing, and made a decision. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have somebody in your life to do that, make those calls. Right. You don't have to figure all this stuff out on your own. And Um,
2: And then the other thing that these banks have gone to is people used to get statements. Right. But now people, they opt out of getting the statement. And
0: then you don't open your email.
2: And you don't get the email, but you get the notification that your payment is due for whatever. And you make the payment online. But you're not watching your balance. Right. You're not watching the interest rate. What's the principal? What's the what part you're playing in right. your interest? Right. And the, and the average right now, based on the current interest rate, if I charge five thousand dollars today, and I only make the minimum payment, do you know how long it's going to take you to pay that credit card off?
1: You're going to the grave with it.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. ten to twelve years. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Ten long to twelve. Time. years. I was going to say twelve years. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And and do you know how much? The credit card company will get at a twenty percent interest rate, like twice what you paid for it. How about four times?
0: Four times, okay. Well, they're in it to make money, man. Exactly. Yeah, so they're know, not just being be nice waiting. to you. Yeah. You know, kind of. thing. Nothing mm-hmm.
2: against credit cards, right? They're, they're, we we all work with them. We have to in this economy. Mm-hmm. But there's a right way way, and there's a wrong way.
0: Right, right, okay. correct. And you know, and we do get sucked into. It's such a great deal. I'm going to make this many payments. I'm going to that. You know, like everything is giving that. Hey, if you get yeah, if you get this credit card card will give you an extra deal or a percentage off and all that stuff. So it does take some discipline to go. This is the right thing for me. I can do it right now. It'll, how will it impact my overall financial health? It takes some different, some, some, it, those deals. I see why that they are uh, uh, enticing, I guess is what we'll say. That's Mm -hmm. a good word. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interest free payment for how long? Exactly. For 12 months. I was like, yeah, but are you going to get this taken care of in 12 months? So you're not doing that or Mm -hmm. you're going to save this much. If you do this today, well, what's it going to cost you in the long run? So you just yeah. have to think through those things and not always be in, you know, enticed with the, oh, it's something shiny. It might be. Maybe it is a good deal it's for you. It's just
2: like that commercial you see where the guy comes out and says, you're only going to have to make 360 easy payments
1: mm-hmm. of
2: $50 a month.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, what is that from? Oh,
2: there's a commercial yeah. out mm-hmm. there, and it's like $55 a month. It's it's a spoof. Yeah. Okay. okay. But for only 360 300. easy payments. Monthly payments.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, let's just all talk about what happened in the last couple of years because we've many of us have been flush with cash uh, from the stimulus payments and that sort of thing, and it kind of if you didn't need it to live on, you might have been going to Jamaica, <laughs> you, know, you know, or, you, you know, Which I feel more people because you've said that before and me, I'm all like,
2: walking I'm, with that new Gucci purse. Exactly. You know how you got Gucci that.
0: and me. I paid a bill with that. Like I did not. I did not do a luxury thing with that. Yes. I was like, I paid a bill with that, but I'm glad that I had it at the time. Yes, exactly. exactly. It made a big difference.
1: But I think, too, if you're if you've got some free money and, and I'm mm-hmm. not hating on free money. Uh, You know, you might get some habits that you didn't ordinarily have that caused a little trouble, you know, now, Mm -hmm. you know, Phil.
2: I I agree, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, I think that's where this show comes into play. We're going to give you a lot of great information. We're going to look at pre-bankruptcy, post-bankruptcy. How does it affect your mortgage, uh, getting a mortgage or if you own a home? And you're thinking about filing for bankruptcy. Right.
1: Okay. Well, I do want to cover a couple of things. And then, Phil, you've got some market updates that we're going to do in the next break right at the very beginning. But our people at the Minneapolis Area of Association of Realtors, for the week ending January 28th, it says that U.S. housing starts declined in 2022 um, as home builders scaled back production due to high construction costs. Affordability challenges and a pullback in buyer demand. Okay. I would say, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, 1.55 million homes were started last year, and that's a 3% drop from the previous year and the first annual decline since 2009. Okay. Um, housing completions increased with 1.39 million homes completed in 2022 and a 3.8% increase from the previous year when 1.34 million homes were completed. And so for the week ending January 28th, our uh, new listings decreased almost 17% to 724. Pending sales decreased to 676. And our inventory is down 20% for that week. To 5,957 homes. Okay. Now, we talked about this last week, and we're going to unpack this in a minute. But for the month of December, our median sales price went up 5% to 348,320. And that's for the whole metro. Yes. Our days on market, 50. Our percent of original list price received decreased 3.2% to 963 and ta da, our month's supply of homes for sale increased almost 56%. Really? In one month. To 1.4 months of inventory. That sounds astounding, but 1.4 months of inventory, still very much a seller's market. Okay. Nor- normal is between five and six months of inventory. Right. So that is our stats for January 28th and also for the month ending December 22. So it's not back to
0: a frenzied pace or anything like that, but things are slowly extending where you can do a healthy, mortgage process not feel like you have to
1: rush through all these things if you are a buyer i think it's incumbent on our sellers to price their homes very very well if mm-hmm. not even a little bit under market value okay um because we are truly seeing m- uh, multiple offers out there okay and for mm-hmm. those properties and in, 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 that's in certain price brackets Uh, But if something is priced really well, it's kind of like when you go to the store. Yes. You recognize a good deal when you see it. Mm -hmm. And our buyers are intrinsically knowledgeable about that, especially after they've been looking for a week or two. they You kind of hone in on a sweet spot right so when we get back we're going to move on with this well, conversation going to wrap us up
0: with our mortgage market update right and you'll also be able to be part of the show you can call us at 651-641-1071 we'll be right back on the red hot real estate show welcome back to the red hot real estate show here on my talk 1071 i'm miss shannon here with mimi shoneman from the red hot real estate group and remax results also our friend phil olson from cross-country
1: mortgage all right phil Hit us with some digits.
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, PCE came out. That's called your personal cons- consumption expenditure. Uh, came in at 0.03. Came in at where it was supposed to be. What does that mean? It means inflation is slowly falling. Okay, It is mm-hmm. slowly falling. Um, unemployment rate statistic came out here. Um, the, the administration is... Uh, basically stating, hey, things are looking great in the economy. It's 3.4%. Yes, it came down from 3.5%. The one thing, though, that when you get into the report and look at the numbers that they're really not talking about is 75% of all the new jobs that are being created are part-time.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
2: So that... Really doesn't help. That means that could possibly mean that people are having to take on second jobs and third jobs. Right. Just to make ends meet. meet, Okay. And then if you take a look at the unemployment rate and look at some of your big Fortune 500 companies out there, they're doing massive layoffs, Mm -hmm. especially in the technology industries. Last but not least, interest rates have come down one full percentage point off their highs folks things are getting better with mortgage interest rates
1: wonderful all right mm-hmm. Phil what was your very best 30-year fixed last week
2: six percent
1: okay and that is down from
2: 7 point1 7.1 yeah
1: okay so th- folks that's a that's the, that's a cue even to refi when it comes down a full percentage point um maybe not now but you know in historically right anyway. correct um so what what some of the things that I am reading uh from the mortgage news daily uh, says that uh when you know when rates are between six and a half and six percent, that's good buyer demand, but when rates get between six and five point five percent, we're gonna see strong buyer demand um so get ready to put your boots on because we're heading down, right, Phil?
2: We are heading down we and I am seeing that I would say right now. Any buyer that's between, say, 200 and 400,000, I would tell you be prepared 50% of the time right now to be in a multiple offer situation.
1: Yep. And so we are still seeing people that are waiving contingencies. What does that mean? They're waiving the inspection still. They're also waiving any kind of, of concessions for buyer, uh, seller closing costs, that sort of thing. If you're wondering, okay, can I, can I make a low ball offer? It's a case-by-case basis. I certainly wouldn't say that you'd be able to do that and get away with it when the house houses first hit the market the first week. If it's been on the market for maybe two months, maybe give it a go. Um, they may be a little bit more motivated than they once were. All right, Phil, if folks want to get mortgage information, they want to get pre-approved, they want to start looking, how do they reach you?
2: They can reach me at 651-238-6748, or they can email me at phil. At Olson.com
1: All right. Um, Phil, let's start by talking about what the basic t- two types of bankruptcies are.
2: Well, there's really three. Okay. Okay. So you've got, you hear the words chapter seven, chapter 11, chapter 13. Those are the three most common type of bankruptcies. And the 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 one we hear most often mm-hmm. is chapter seven. Right. So what is a chapter seven? That is what we would call a full debt liquidation okay. with a big accept. And I need to let my listeners know I'm not a lawyer. Right. I'm giving you general, legal, not advice, but mm-hmm. information. Information that we and encourage you to And I would encourage you to talk to an expert. Because okay? every
0: situation is different Correct. and unique. But
2: mm-hmm. on a Chapter 7, people think that they can wipe everything out. Right. Okay. They think they might be able to wipe out government debt. Forget that. You're, not you're why, never getting away you're, from you're Uncle not, Sam. You're, you're not getting away from Uncle Sam. Mm-hmm. So
0: Another, if you have unpaid taxes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm, right. All
2: right. Next, people think that they can use a Chapter 7 to prevent their house from being foreclosed on. Okay. It's, I would call, temporary. Okay. A Chapter 7 basically will give the consumer time to work with the mortgage company and try to right the ship. Okay. But it's temporary it's probably 6 months to 12 months at the max and after that point in time they can come and, and foreclose on the home chapter 13 all right what is a chapter 13 that is a debt repayment program okay where the courts and the uh, the trustee work with you and the lawyers work with you where they pay back a portion of the debt based on a specific timeline Okay. So, in other words, if you were to ask which bankruptcy is better, it depends on the situation. But if you're trying to protect your home Mm -hmm. and prevent a foreclosure, You're better off, and the statistics say you're better off going with a chapter 13. Okay. Okay. Versus a chapter 7. Mm-hmm. Now, last but not least, which is a chapter 11, which I'm not really gonna go into a lot about, mm-hmm. but that is what's called your business bankruptcy. Okay. All right. So for most clients that I work with, all right. I'm not looking at a business bankruptcy. I'm looking at a chapter 7 or a chapter or it's 13. It's a personal one. Correct. Mm-hmm. It's a personal one.
0: So usually when we're going into that scenario, um it's having realistic expectations and then having the right advice you have from your bankruptcy attorney and your trustee so they can help you prioritize all of these things usually.
2: Yeah, I yeah, those are the two people you should be talking to but I really think people should talk with a financial advisor. Mm-hmm. I think they should maybe call, talk to a nonprofit. Yes. There's a, not, a lot of nonprofits out right. there that will help people get on a plan, get on a budget. Mm-hmm. And, and folks.
0: And rena and, and they can con- help you and contact your contact creditors. Contact the creditors. Yeah. Yes. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, the biggest thing with creditors is, is they, they want to be engaged. Mm-hmm. If you engage them and work with them, they'll normally... And I use the words normally work with you because I'm going to tell you right now, bankruptcy is not something you want to do unless you have to do it.
1: Right. One hundred percent. And especially when it comes to your home. Right. Um, you you know, everybody needs a place to lay their head at night. And the worst thing ever is when the phone is just pounding and you've got, you know, you don't when that happens, you go into a state of panic, right? There's Mm -hmm. no peace. If you're worried every time your phone
0: rings, that it's someone asking you for money and you you just don't have it. And
2: as a a mortgage lender, I tell everybody your mortgage is your most important debt you have Right, the most important. You can, you could not make your car payment. Yes. The car gets repossessed. Yes. All right. You not pay your credit cards, but if you pay your mortgage, you've got a place to live. Mm -hmm. All right. And, and then you can work through those other problems as long as you're making your mortgage payment.
1: Right. Okay. So um, how many people filed for bankruptcy in 2022, Phil?
2: Right now, we had in 2022, 370,000 cases filed throughout the nation. But I would not be surprised. That number is going to tick up quite a bit in 2023, Mm -hmm. 2024, and maybe even into 2025 because of the amount of pain that people are experiencing due to inflation.
1: inflation. Inflation. And folks, we encourage you to call us with your questions. Phil is a mortgage uh, provider, but he works with folks that have gone through bankruptcy as do I with regard to real estate. So ask your questions now. Reach out to us with with questions via text if you don't want to come on the show at 651- 578-2218. Just text bankruptcy, mortgage, or real estate. Right, and we will be right
0: back. We're going to continue this conversation about how a bankruptcy may affect you and your ability to buy a house. Remind you can get this episode and previous episodes by going to our website mytalk1071.com keyword red hot we'll be right back on the red hot real estate show welcome back to the red hot real estate show here on my talk 1071 remind you you can get this episode and previous episodes go to my talk 1071.com use that keyword red hot
1: okay i just want to let everybody know for for the record that there's so much equity that has been built up in homes over the last several years that if you are in financial crisis or if you see it coming, if you've lost a job or maybe uh, you're underemployed and, or you've been demoted or or what have you, if you are having some issues, do not wait until you get the notice of default from your lender. If you're 30 days late, that should be your first trigger to reach out to us. We can short sale your house which would allow you to get into a new property even sooner. If you do end up uh, getting foreclosed on, we can help you during that and hopefully keep you from going into foreclosure through the short sale process. If we can short sale your house before you go into foreclosure, it's going to be so much better on your credit, and it's going to help you be able to buy a home all that more quickly. Phil?
2: Uh, you, You hit it out of the ballpark. Uh, I would just tell anybody that's out there, they should be contacting Mimi. We should have a do a consultation with myself, her. I can bring in my financial planner into the piece. Look at everything, and that way we can present you all your options. But as time goes by, folks, your options go away. They, they get reduced. So the one thing, folks, don't please do, don't stick your head in the sand and think, this is just going to go away.
1: Yeah, when the 60-day late happens, the notice of default becomes public. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to be hit with so many phone calls from so many people and so many businesses that you your head will literally spin off the top of your head. The other thing, if you were thinking of
0: things from a position of I'm embarrassed, I made a mistake. And back to what you said earlier, Mimi about just beating yourself up about where you are. Mm-hmm. There are ways to get help. And so this is a good way to start the conversation with people who don't have, you know, they're not trying. Cause a lot of the times you said, once things go public, there are people who are continuing to prey off of the fact that you now are in trouble. Correct. So find, you know, we're going to give you some other options of what you can do to find help. That is a positive way for you to work through this and don't have to worry about that feeling of, oh, I did something wrong and and beating yourself up. There are organizations out there that want to help support you get
2: through this. And I've I've probably helped over, I would say maybe close to 700 to 1,000 clients in my career that have had some of the issues that we're talking about right now. Exactly. And I've been mm-hmm. able to help lots of them. And the ones I haven't been able to help, I've been able to at least give them resources that they should look into.
1: Right. And keep in mind, folks, when you are facing this, or if you are trying to beat a short sale or a foreclosure. We're using a specialty attorney firm to help with this negotiation. It's not just a one one person show. It's a team. Mm-hmm. Um, so do not wait to that sixty day uh, point. If you're if you're late, if you're struggling, reach out now and let's figure it out. Okay. So should bankruptcy be your first choice? Um, well, Phil. No. Okay. I really shouldn't. <laughs> right. All right. Credit. uh Your credit is dramatically harmed, and normally the score drops down to the low four hundreds or five hundreds. Phil. Correct. And so, what does that do to somebody who wants to get it back into a home as fast as they can? Well,
2: um, my my company, we have some of the most lenient credit score programs out there. I can go as low as a five eighty credit score. All right, and help somebody with a mortgage but if you have a 700 credit score it 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 won't it doesn't take long folks your 700 credit score can get get into the 500s in 90 to 120 days of non-payment of your debt
1: gotcha okay so some of the other reasons that uh you should avoid a bankruptcy if you possibly can is that it can affect your employment if you are a licensed professional
2: yep in the finance industry in the banking industry Uh, you're maybe you're self employed and you've got clients that you represent on the financial side. Uh, there's a possibility that you're not going to be able to do that type of work anymore
1: yeah and that's a scary position to be in right to find out like, oh no I you know the thing it, I'm qualified for most and I've spent so many years as my primary uh, but if pre- you, profession yeah. I can't do anymore but if yeah. you've stuck your head in the sand because you're par- you're paralyzed by fear mm-hmm. you may not know that or pride and it yeah. mm-hmm. pride is yeah. a terrible thing mm-hmm. but yeah. anyway it can affect your current account to be closed or their rates might accidentally rise
2: yep What we're talking about there, folks, is if you've got other credit cards that are open, once you start going downhill, your creditors are monitoring the credit report, and they can literally shut down your home equity loans. They can shut down your credit cards. They can close them for that specific reason. Okay.
1: Okay. It can affect other services to be denied or affected, such as your rental or your insurance or other products.
2: Yep. Have your credit go bad. See how difficult it is for you to work with a landlord mm-hmm. to get a new rental property.
1: Yes. And your mortgage finance goes into an extended hold pattern.
2: Yep. As far as the extended hold pattern, um, I would just tell you, you know, reach out to us. Talk with us. Let's see what we can do to help you.
1: A hundred percent. So some of the, the main reasons, the top 10 reasons why people file bankruptcy, Phil, you already stated it. The number one reason is medical expenses. And yep. what are some of the other ones?
2: Uh, some of the other ones would be uh, your your pay is cut, loss of employment, credit cards, overspending. I would say I see a lot of that over mm-hmm. overspending. Um, emergencies. Okay. Uh, student loan debt. But unfortunately, you have student loan debt unless it's private student loan debt. The federal government is going to get their money eventually from you, even if you file for bankruptcy. Uh, Home utilities, foreclosure, and then last but not least, I do see this one as well. It's divorce, and, and what I see in divorce, it's normally spiteful. Yes. All right, it's spiteful where it's it's ticky tack one for the other and they, mm-hmm. they, they go well then i'm just not going to pay your bills right and then they don't tell the other party well let's you
1: know? talk for a quick second about just a, a dramatic change in lifestyle mm-hmm. let's just say that you're used to a very uh, nice income comfortable and all of a sudden maybe your job uh gets cut and you're now not working a full 40 hour week or uh you know maybe you've taken a different position because you wanted to stay home with your children mm-hmm. and that doesn't pay as much as what you're used to or just a whole variety of things you're helping take care of a parent or mm-hmm. a spouse or things that work yeah. that direction and
0: and that is a difficult thing and maybe you know you have to make those hard choices and go maybe i'm gonna sell this car
1: and but get I've, another car but you when know. when you're talking with uh, when you're trying to negotiate a short sale or foreclosure uh, to prevent bankruptcy you're looking for a hardship. They want to see your hardship. Mm-hmm. They right. don't want to see your, you know, designer bags, your designer shoes that are showing up on your credit card. Going to yeah. the
2: casino every other day, or, or, gotcha.
1: or yeah. going out mm-hmm. to eat, you know, mm-hmm. on a regular. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're looking to pick through some of those things to see if there's anything that can be cut that isn't a necessity. Phil,
2: real quick, I was reading an article here a couple days ago where it's talking about employers they wanting the workforce to get back. To work at their locations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for those employers, some of them are deciding, fine, we're going to change your pay. You want to work from home? We're going to reduce your pay by this amount. An employer can do that.
1: An employer can do just about anything, yeah. honestly. But
2: but for all those people out there that, that are basically mm-hmm. saying, well, I want to work from home, be careful what you wish for. Because your employer may come back and say, hey, we're going to cut your pay.
1: Okay. Well, there's lots of reasons, too, while you don't want to file bankruptcy. And the very first point is it's very expensive.
2: Oh, it is very expensive. You can figure anywhere between $600 to $3,000, depending on how complicated the bankruptcy is.
1: Yeah, and we're talking when we say $3,000 to $6,000, that's working with a bankruptcy attorney, some of their fees. And it could be even more, depending on how complicated yeah. the case is.
2: I, I think I said 600 to 3000 If I said 3000 to $6,000, I was, I was a little oh, bit off Oh, 300
1: okay, yeah. Um, And your credit score can take a hit.
2: Yeah, well, your credit score is going to take a massive hit. And then rebuilding your credit, uh, once you file a bankruptcy, uh, here's what happens, folks. A lot of people will file for bankruptcy. They think the pain is all over. But now your credit score is at a 450, 500. And here's what some people do. They do nothing. Because now what they say is, well, I got myself into trouble because of credit cards. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do that anymore. And so guess what? Your credit is shot now. You don't have anything to help rebuild it. And if you don't reestablish credit after the bankruptcy, which once you file a bankruptcy, a lot of people want to lend you money. All okay. right. Uh, they they mm-hmm. do. All right. But it'll be at a higher interest rate. But that's where we have to employ a strategy of at least getting one or two credit cards immediately maybe a secured credit card mm-hmm. maybe with a co-signer because the only way your credit scores are going to go up is if we rebuild it yes. when
0: your credit scores go down in that way in a bankruptcy and we've talked before and we might have to re uh, explain what a trade line is do a lot of your things close so you lose those trade lines and that history
2: yeah, yeah they. so all-
0: t- along with not knowing we now we're behind on payments a lot of those Things that may have been good for a while, they're all gone.
2: Sure. You okay. you could have a credit card that wasn't included in the bankruptcy because it was current. Yes. But the creditor will close the account. Okay. You no longer can draw money off that account. You're still gonna make monthly payments on it. Mm-hmm. But frequently when a bankruptcy happens. Everything gets wiped Wiped off, off. wiped off. So next thing you know, when I say a trade line, you have no more positive accounts on credit. Gotcha. Okay,
1: Phil. Question for you is, uh, we know we're talking about bankruptcy today, but can you speak to whether the same thing happens when somebody's in the process of a short sale?
2: I would normally say most people that end up being in a short sale frequently are in the same process of a bankruptcy at the same point in time.
1: But it does not affect their credit cards and their other lines of trade like it does in a foreclosure.
2: Um, It can because there is a ripple effect of the credit report being updated on the mortgage. And if creditors monitor are monitoring their accounts, they're frequently getting information from all three credit bureaus that's pinging off the vendor, which could then cause the vendor to basically, uh-oh, they're going through a fort- short sale. Now we're going to close down the credit card. Okay.
1: okay. So when we come back from this break, we are going to finish this up about the the... The 10 Things Why People Should Try to Avoid Bankruptcy. And Phil is going to go into mortgage guidelines that you need to know about if you want to buy a house again.
0: We're also willing to take your call. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on MyTalk 1071. I'm Ms. Shannon here with Mimi Shoneman from Remasked Results and the Red Hot Real Estate Group. Also our friend Phil Olson from Cross Country Mortgage. You still have time to get your call out of your brain, get that question into the air and answered if you call us at
1: 651-641-1071. Okay, so during the week, folks, if you have questions about mortgage, real estate, bankruptcy, you need a, a referral Reach out via text or phone call, 651-578-2218, any question whatsoever. You can also message us through the station here. Our keyword here is red hot. All right, Phil, so let's talk about the mortgage guidelines. Folks, you can buy after a short sale or foreclosure, but we want to help you prevent that, if at all possible. But if it's not possible, Phil, how do they go about buying a house again?
2: All right, well, first off, I can still help you as long as your mortgage is no more than 30 days late. Okay. That's that's important to know. Okay? Once you go 60, we're now we're talking now we're going to go down the bankruptcy route if that's the choice you decide to do. Understand there's there's multitudes of ramifications. And one of those ramifications is there's a timeline period okay. that you will not be able to buy a house using a conventional FHA VA usda loans and guess what that's that's really about 97 percent of all the loans that are done in the united states
1: okay Okay, so so let's go through those and talk about how long after the bankruptcy discharge they have to wait
2: all right so conventional that's what where most people want to buy a house unfortunately a conventional home loan is not in the cards it is but you have to wait much longer, mm-hmm. all right? On a conventional loan, you have to wait four years after a Chapter 7 or a Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Okay. So you have to wait from the discharge date from the court. When that judge signs, you're four day, four years out. Now, with a Chapter 13, though, it's a little bit different.
0: And that was the business one.
2: Yeah, okay. no, Chapter 13 no, is where you pay on. it back.
0: Gotcha, oh, okay, thank you.
2: Two years from the discharge date or four years from the dismissal. So guess what if you've been in your chapter 13 for two years and you've been making your payments after that two year period, we can still help you as long as the trustee will give us a letter that says, Hey, we will allow you to buy a house. Okay. All right. Now Mm -hmm. FHA is one of the easiest programs to use with a bankruptcy. And that's where I would say 90% of clients migrate to with the understanding We're going to get you the loan with the FHA. Then we'll help you refinance it into a conventional loan. because Somewhere down the road. Because there might be some people that did a bankruptcy and do a refinance. They've got 50% equity in their home. They're still going to pay PMI, private mortgage insurance, on an FHA loan. So, Chapter 7, Chapter 11, two years from the discharge date.
1: In FHA.
2: Yep. But listen to this. Chapter 13. If you're one year into your Chapter 13 and we can prove that you've made all your payments on time for 12 consecutive months, you can buy a house. Okay, So right. one, mm-hmm. one year out of bankruptcy yeah. on a Chapter 13. Mm-hmm. VA, two years from the discharge date on 7 and 11, 12 months payments in a payment plan. But guess what? Extenuating circumstances with the VA could be as little as one year. Now, what's a good bona fide extenuating circumstance? A medical emergency, bankruptcy. Okay. Now we have to look at the bankruptcy, and you've got if you're if you're liquidating all your debt, okay, credit cards, and your your medical debt is only ten thousand, but you got ninety thousand in credit card debt. That that. Probably won't be granted. Okay, but if your medical bankruptcy was like a hundred thousand and you only had ten thousand dollars in debt, there, there might is look a, at that. Might look at that. Okay. Last, because but not, it
0: basically shows that if you you were doing fine until this hardship happened. Correct. Gotcha.
2: Last but not least, USDA is tougher than VA or FHA. It's not as tough as conventional. Chapter seven, Chapter eleven, three years from the discharge date. Chapter 13, one year from the completion or the discharge date, and your extenuating circumstances are two years. Okay. All right. I know I've thrown a lot at you. That's where you want to call me. Mm -hmm. We want to talk. I want to see the bankruptcy. Matter of fact, I'm going to be required to have your full bankruptcy. I'm going to need all your bankruptcy paperwork, and I need the discharge. And, oh, by the way, if you can't find it, I can get it. Mm -hmm. I go right to my title company. We go right to the county. I can get your bankruptcy paperwork, just like I can yeah. get your foreclosure paperwork, yes. just like I can get your short sale paperwork. There so if you're so-
0: having a difficult time and part of it is I have so much going on that I feel uh, chaotic and in disarray. I don't even know where to start. You make this phone call and you can unwind it. And I that's part of what we're saying is it sounds like this is never going to get better or how am I going to stop the hemorrhaging Here's you made this decision. It doesn't mean that you've made an un uh, a mistake that you can't course correct
1: and come back to. One hundred percent. Okay. Okay, all Phil.
2: Right. What are the steps to to correcting your credit after a bankruptcy, Mimi?
1: Okay. So the number one thing that you should first do uh, to to start the rebuilding process is to get a copy of your credit report. That's approximately ninety days after your event, and get it from all three credit bureaus. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, Phil. A mortgage consultant can help you with that. How can you help people?
2: I can have them call me. We can even do what's called a soft pull, not a hard pull, so it won't affect the score. I can see all the trade lines. I'll be able to see all the remarks by all the creditors. It will also show me what the credit score is. Folks, that's our starting point. All right, understand we're putting together a plan here and, and guess what? If you're going to say, Phil, I want you to do this, and we're, we want to buy a house again, that's when we start. Okay. 90 days out from the bankruptcy. Yes.
1: Okay. One of the other steps that you should do right away is to open up a revolving secured credit card that uses your very own money to fund it. So basically a debit card. Go to your bank. Put some money down. Ask them for the the that type of product
2: called a secured credit card. Mm-hmm.
1: Secured credit card, and make sure that the vendor is going to report that credit card to the bureaus. That is a great first step.
2: Understand, fifty percent of secured credit cards don't report to the credit bureau. So what is that doing? Mm-hmm. That isn't helping you. So
0: you have to get the right one.
2: You've got to get the right one, and you and some will only report to one of the bureaus. We want to find. That secured credit card that reports to all three.
1: 100%. And get at least two new accounts revolving in installment.
2: Now, how do we get an installment loan after a bankruptcy? It's simple. We go to a relative that's got good credit. Mm-hmm. And what you want to do is you want to get maybe a $1,000 or $2,000 installment loan. And you put the co in the primary spot. You're in the secondary spot. And guess what? You borrow the funds. That relative uses those funds to make the payments every month Mm -hmm. until all the money's gone. And then guess what? You're left with the interest. And now you, the consumer, pay Pay that one. You pay the interest. And boom, a secured credit card is more important on a credit report than a credit card. All right, but since we can't get a mortgage, we got to start someplace, right? Mm-hmm. And you getting student loans after bankruptcy don't help your score. We've gotcha. talked about mm-hmm.
1: that. Yes, Miss Shannon, I want to ask you a question. As someone who has in the past, when the market was in the the big recession, yeah, sure. You have have said on the show that you went through a short sale, right? And it was painful as it was for everybody, right? Now, looking in the future, looking backwards. Would you do today what you did then? And that was have a short sale? No. No. And why? Well, I mean,
0: I really could have, I mean, part of it is we're going, well, we just had a baby, we're newly married, we can't figure this all out, we'll just sell the house instead of trying to figure out how to make it a investment property. It just seemed too complicated. And now I would have been like, no, let me ask more questions and find somebody to help me property manage it so I don't have to do it. There's other ways that we could have recouped our cost and not lost that property.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. If you've got questions on this subject, bankruptcy, or any other mortgage or real estate related question, please reach out to us at 651 651- 578 or hear through My Talk at keyword red hot. I also remind you, you can get this episode and previous
0: episodes going to MyTalk1071.com.